You're listening to Quest for Love, a podcast for smart, successful women who want to stop attracting the same kind of men over and over so they can finally have the love they want and deserve. Whether your status is single, dating, or it's complicated, this podcast is exactly what you need to take your love and life to the next level. And now, here's your host, love and life coach, Melissa Snow. Hello, hello. Welcome back. I am laughing to myself because when I chose that intro music, I was like, I really want it to be something that like, every time I hear it, I'm just like jamming out. (laughs) And I am still jamming out to that dorky little tune. Anyway, welcome back to Quest for Love podcast. My name is Melissa Snow. I am a love and life coach and your host. And I am so excited to be here today talking about self-confidence. For those of you who don't follow me on social media, you should, but if you don't, I have a free live masterclass coming up this Thursday, April 1st at six o'clock Mountain Standard Time, all about self-confidence. So we're going to dive even deeper than what we're going to talk about in this podcast. So I will link up in the show notes so that you can register for that. It's going to be amazing. In the meantime, let's talk a little bit about self-confidence. Before we get started, I want you guys to just think to yourselves, where would you rate your self-confidence right now on a scale of zero to 10? Where do you rate your self-confidence? It's been really interesting for me this week because I've been posting in a lot of Facebook groups asking, where do you rate your self-confidence and why do you rate it that way? And what would it take for your self-confidence to be a 10 or even just to be a few points higher than it is right now? And what's been so fascinating to me is that not only are there so many women who rate their self-confidence fairly low, but when I ask what you're basing your self-confidence on, so many of you say, it's because I've been in abusive relationships in the past. It's because of these mean things that my parents said about me. It's because I have been rejected so many times. It's because I am not the weight that I was when I was 20 years old. All of these external circumstances that are impacting your self-confidence. So what I want to talk about today is self-confidence in a different way than what you guys have probably heard before. I'm not going to tell you to stand in front of the mirror and tell yourself that you're good enough and you're smart enough and that people like you. (laughs) There is a hundred percent a time and a place for affirmations where they can be really effective and really helpful, but I'm going to give you some different definitions of self-confidence and some different things to think about when it comes to how you're showing up in the world. So most of us evaluate our confidence based on evidence from the past. So that's what I was saying about all the people on Facebook who are saying like, I've been rejected in the past, or I haven't been good at doing X, Y, and Z in the past is based off of evidence from the past. So a very basic example of this, I feel confident in my ability to make a grilled cheese sandwich because I've done it a hundred times before, maybe even a thousand. But self-confidence, which is what we're talking about today, is different. Self-confidence is internal. It's what you believe about yourself even when you have zero evidence to support that belief. And for that reason, self-confidence is essential when it comes to any kind of growth. Because if you think about it, if you only did things that you felt confident about, because you had done them before and you had evidence that you could do them well, you would never try anything new. 
you would never step outside of your comfort zone. You'd never be willing to go on a date and get to know someone new. You just keep recycling the same group of dudes over and over again, which I know is what some of you are actually doing. And that's not me being judgmental. When I look at self-confidence this way, I can see so many times in my own life when I didn't have it and how that showed up, especially in my love life. I can't tell you the number of times in my past that a guy asked me out and I said yes, and I wanted to go out with him and then bailed at the last minute (laughs) because it was something I'd never done before and I had no self-confidence. So confidence is what you think about yourself based on evidence from your past, but self-confidence is what you think about yourself based on who you are, your ability in the future, regardless of having any kind of skill set or experience in that area. So when we have self-confidence, we're more willing to dream and to set big goals and to step outside of our comfort zone and to try new things. So what exactly is self-confidence? My mentor, Brooke Castillo, who is a brilliant woman, (laughs) defines self-confidence as these three things. One, your willingness to feel any emotion. Two, your ability to have your own back. And three, your ability to manage the thoughts that you think about yourself. Okay, so let's break this down and look at each of these things individually. First, your willingness to feel any emotion. If we think of the example that I used at the beginning of the podcast about how a guy would ask me out and I would say yes, but then make up some excuse to cancel, what was I really afraid of in those situations? In any of the worst case scenarios that I came up with in my head, ultimately the worst thing that would happen is that I would feel a feeling, maybe embarrassment, maybe even humiliation or worry or fear or disappointment or rejection or some other kind of discomfort, if I had truly been willing to feel any feeling and felt confidence in my ability to handle whatever feelings came up, there would have been no reason for me to bail on those dates. I would have been 100% willing to take my chances and see what happened. This is somewhat similar to what we talked about in episode number 18 about how to stop being confused, which I'll link in the show notes if you haven't heard it yet. But you guys spend all this time being confused and unable to make a decision because you're afraid of whatever feeling you're going to feel if you do actually make a decision. So you let yourself stay stuck in this space of, I don't know what to do and what if I make the wrong decision because y'all are totally willing to feel confusion. You guys are very comfortable with confusion, and I get it. I am too. But what you're not willing to feel is whatever feelings might come along with actually making a decision about your relationship, with the sadness, the grief, the regret, the hopelessness. If you had self-confidence, if you were willing to feel any emotion, you would be able to make these decisions about your relationship so much more effortlessly. Because you wouldn't be afraid of whatever emotion might come with making that decision. Okay, so next is your ability to have your own back. What this means is that you know that you will be okay in any situation. You know that you will support yourself. You'll be kind to yourself. You won't beat yourself up no matter what happens. 
So if we stick with the same example of going on a date with someone new, having your own back means that even if you go on the date and get sick and poop your pants, (laughs) yes, this was a legitimate fear of mine. You're not going to beat yourself up and you're not going to make it mean something about you or your future. Having your own back means that even if you go on a date and do something really horrible, like make a yo mama joke to a guy who just lost his mom last month, you're not going to hate yourself and crawl into a hole of celibacy and self-loathing forever. And having your own back means that even if you go on the date and everything is amazing, and then at the end he says he's just not feeling it, you're not going to go home and obsess about everything that you said and did and what you should have done differently and where you went wrong and decide that this means that you're a failure and you're destined to be alone forever. Having your own back isn't about convincing yourself that everything will be perfect and that there's nothing to be afraid of. What it means is that before you even go on the date, you can say to yourself, I'm going to have my own back no matter what. I'm going to go on this date. And even if I say or do something embarrassing, even if I totally like him, but he's not into me, even if I was totally wrong and he ends up being a complete tool, I'm not going to beat myself up. I'm not going to make it mean terrible things about me. I'm not going to think terrible thoughts about myself or about the future of my romantic life. I'm going to have my own back. And along those same lines is your ability to manage the thoughts that you think about yourself in any situation. So if you go into this first date thinking, gosh, I look so fat and ugly and I don't know why anyone would want to date me and I'm probably going to do that weird thing I sometimes do, or I'm going to get food stuck in my teeth and totally humiliate myself. I don't even know why I'm going. He's not even going to like me anyway. You are blocking the feeling of self-confidence and you're creating a whole bunch of self-doubt and disappointment and worry and fear before anything has even happened. But if you can manage your thoughts about yourself and your feelings, you can create self-confidence before, during, and after the date. So here's the bottom line. If you go on this date and you're willing to feel any emotion, then the worst thing that can happen is what you think about yourself. And if you know that you have your own back, if you know that you're able to manage your thoughts about yourself, then you can go into this date and be all in. You won't be stuck anymore. You won't be limited to only the things that you've done before and that you know that you're good at. When you have self-confidence, there is nothing holding you back because you're totally willing to put yourself out there and to grow and to succeed and to fail. These are the keys, my friends. If you want out of that crappy relationship that you're in, but you don't know why you keep running back to him, if you're tired of the dating scene because all it does is make you feel horrible about yourself, If you're avoiding commitment because you don't want to be hurt like you were last time, self-confidence is the answer. Self-confidence is how you're going to get there. Being willing to feel any emotion, being willing to go all in, knowing that you have your own back no matter what, and that you know how to manage your mind so that you won't think negative things about yourself based on the actions that you take in the world. These are the keys. So now let's reassess your self-confidence based on this new definition, based on your willingness to feel any feeling, your willingness to go all in, your ability to have your own back no matter what, and your ability to manage your thoughts about yourself, where would you rate your self-confidence on a scale of zero to 10? 
And if you're rating yourself anywhere below an eight, you've got to click on the link in the show notes and sign up for my free masterclass on Thursday, Self-Confidence Secrets. It's April 1st, 6 to 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, live on Zoom. You got to be there. It's going to be so good and so much fun. All right, people, I will see you next week, or maybe I'll see you on Thursday. And until then, remember, the quest for love starts with you. Thanks for listening to Quest for Love. If you like what you hear, be sure to leave us a review and make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. For more information about how you can work one-on-one with Melissa, check out melissamsnow.com or questforlovepodcast.com. Until the next episode.